oh, this episode's not such good news. Uh, climate change models showing that we have to get our act together as the tipping point is rapidly approaching. And listen about the melting ice in Greenland. And it's, yeah, this episode's a little bit doom and gloomy. Hydrogen too. Yeah, so that's that's interesting. They're popping up. I, I mean, I, I I can't say I've seen any of the hydrogen ones pop up, but I have seen some electric uh, chargers even in, you know in the middle of nowhere where I am. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So are, are there a bunch in town now? Um, well, I know of four, and then and a whole row of Tesla ones. <laughs> oh right. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, seen a few more Teslas around town actually. Have you ever seen one on fire? No, I haven't. I saw a burned out, I think I saw a burned out one in Calgary. Oh. I think it was a Tesla. Anyway, strange. <laughs> well, you know, it's good that um, we're going to be talking about batteries soon. Because, um, yeah, we'll find out all about the new ones. Upcoming episode. Teslas have the non-exploding time. Yeah, they're supposed to be getting them from their Chinese. They're not. Well, yeah, I guess we'll be looking into that a little bit more depth in the future. Yay. I look forward to talking about that. Me too. About it. Um, getting back to the budget. Okay. So, in addition to uh, the zero emission vehicle infrastructure program, Canada's also expected to pass Bill S-122. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this addresses human rights in supply chains, and it promotes sustainable business practices. So there's the little environmental hook there. Nice, yeah. And and the budget also includes measures to increase access to cleaner and more affordable energy, support investment in communities, and create uh, good-paying green jobs. Oh. So, you know, that's, I don't know, that's... Uh, Do you think that's those are good... Do you think it's enough? Well, it, I, I, aiming at the right things. On the surface, it sounds nice, right? It does. Um, I do have Greenpeace's reaction. Oh, like to, to this budget. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is uh, by uh, Keith Stewart, who is a senior energy strategist at Greenpeace. Mm-hmm. So he's quoted as saying, "This budget is the, fir- is the first to fully recognize that the only route to a prosperous and secure future lies in aggressive action to combat." the unprecedented federal investments in greening the grid, which will be critical as we phase out fossil fuels by replacing them with electricity from renewable energy resources. So that's uh, that sounds fairly promising. I mean, I'm taking it from, from Greenpeace. They're going to know more, more about this than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith Stewart continues, we're concerned to see new subsidies for oil and gas companies making record profits. No money in the world 
could convince oil companies to become good actors on climate change. So it would be far more effective to simply regulate their emissions and invest scarce public funds into accelerating investments in efficiency and electrification. Hmm. Okay. So there's all of that. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I mean, Greenpeace seems to be on side, but their vote is clear. They don't do about as much detail or as clear as what I presented before. But I guess <laughs> the point, I guess if there's any point, it seems, at least on the surface, that there's some good stuff coming up and that the environment, the environment is being taken into consideration by the Canadian yeah. government, which is nice to hear. I mean, so many things are getting to tipping point now with the environment. I mean, we've known for so long about the issues of fossil fuels, and then it seems to be kind of scrambling at the last minute. The Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, has approved California's plan to phase out the scale of diesel-powered trucks starting in 2024. Oh, that's good. This part of California's ambitious efforts is to slash emissions in the carbon-intensive transportation sector. Well, yeah, they do drive everywhere, right? In California. <laughs> Which accounts for nearly 40% of California's greenhouse gas emissions. Oh, they've got a task ahead of them there. The new rules will require more than half of the trucks sold in the state to be zero emission by 2035. Oh, well, that's quite a long time there, I think. True. Yeah. Yeah, and that's only half, fifty percent. But what do they mean by trucks? Do they mean the big, the big trucks? I bet guess they do, right? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if they're talking about transport trucks or maybe two, three ton delivery trucks. Or that's what I was scale. thinking. Yeah. Interesting. This move is expected to improve local air quality, rein in greenhouse gas emissions, and sharply curtail the state's dependence on oil. I like that one. Yeah, that's kind of, that's uh, fairly positive and moving in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Do you have any more? I have something that heads in the other direction. Okay. I don't know if I, yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. So according to a study published in the journal Nature Climate Change, deep ocean currents around Antarctica are headed for collapse oh, due okay. to climate change. Now, the study found that melting ice sheets and glaciers in Antarctica are causing fresh water to enter the ocean. And this is disrupting the flow of deep ocean currents. We've talked about this before. These currents play a crucial role in regulating the Earth's climate by transporting heat and carbon dioxide around the globe. So the researchers use computer models to simulate the impact of melting ice sheets and glaciers on deep ocean currents. And what they found was that if greenhouse gas emissions continue at the current rate, mm -hmm. deep ocean currents around Antarctica could collapse within the next couple oh, wow. decades. And this could have some serious implications for global climate patterns. Wow. And would also result in sea level rise. Okay. Now, according to a report by the BBC News, the deep water flows which drive ocean currents could decline by 40%, by as much as 40% by 2050. Okay. That, that's sounding a little scary. The slowing down or collapse of deep ocean currents can have serious consequences for mm, global climate patterns, yep. as we'd expect. Um, I think we spoke before, like uh, Europe might end up in a bit of a deep freeze, could have a mini ice age again if the uh, warm uh, ocean currents, uh, you can't make it up to their neck of the woods.
new study using simulations identified two tipping points for the Greenland ice sheet. Releasing a thousand gigatons of carbon into the atmosphere will cause a southern portion of the ice sheet to melt. About 2,500 gigatons of carbon means permanent loss of nearly the entire ice sheet, having emitted 500 gigatons of carbon, we're about halfway to the first tipping point. The Greenland ice sheet covers 1.7 million square kilometers in the Arctic. If it melts entirely, global sea levels would rise seven meters. Modeling tipping points help researchers to find out when melt ice might occur. The study was published in AGU's journal Geophysical Research Letters between 2003 and 2016. The Iceland sheet has lost about 255 gigatons of ice each year. Much of the melt date has been in the southern part of the ice. Previous research identified global warming of between 1 to 3 degrees Celsius as the threshold beyond which the Greenland ice sheet will melt irreversibly. Wow! There are a lot of tiny uh, uh, places, like just a handful of coral reefs that pop above the sea mm. level there in the Pacific that are going to be underwater if that happens. Oh yeah, lots of things will be underwater if that happens. Yeah, yeah the, I believe there's like models of the of what it would look like and there's many places would have a lot more water and smaller islands like the UK for example. Whoa. Yeah. Thankfully you got those white cliffs of Dover there, they're pretty tall. <laughs> if you live near Dover. Maybe. <laughs> I don't, don't live on the beach is what you're saying. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not if you plan on being there 40 years from now. The study was published in AGU's journal, Geographical Research Letters, between 2003 and 2016. Wow. The Greenland's ice sheet lost about 255 gigatons of ice each year. That's insane. It's a lot. Much of the like melt. Sorry, a giga, that's a billion, right? Gigaton. How many tons is a gigaton? A lot. Giga, I'm going to find out. This is important yeah. to me. Gigaton. You do that, and I will continue. Much of the melt to date has been in the southern part of the ice sheet. Okay. That's probably why it's warmer. I found out what a gigaton is. Oh, do tell. It's the 11th studio album by American rock band Pearl Jam. Cool. Were you a fan of those guys? I don't know. I, they they weren't really. my, yeah. I, I think they have, give it away, give it away, give it away now. That was maybe their best one. And yeah, that was Pearl Jam. Hey, I see that the researchers derived a 1,000 gigaton, so a thousand billion, which would be a trillion. Oh. A trillion ton carbon tipping point. For the melting of the southern portion of the ice sheet. Wow. And the even more perilous 2,500 gigaton carbon tipping point for the 
disappearance of the nearly entire ice. This research identified global warming of between 1 to 3 degrees Celsius, about, that, that's 1.8 to 5.4 degrees Fahrenheit, if you do Fahrenheit. Oh yeah, they do in the States, right? As the threshold beyond which the Greenland uh, ice sheet will melt irreversibly. It sounds like it's coming, right? You can't stop it. Yeah, it does. I'm so freaking, I'm so, we're all doomed. <laughs> we're, all, we're all doomed today, man. I shouldn't have read those negative stories. I need some good stuff. Oh, well, Shit. we're going to have some good stuff coming up. Either this episode or the next, or the next one after that. We have so much going on. Honing's new study, I probably said that wrong because a little accent over the O, and I don't know how you say that. New studies for the first time used a complex model of the whole Earth system, which includes all the key climate feedback processes paired with a model of ice sheet behavior. That sounds so cool. I bet it's on the computer, right? They won't have made it. <laughs> made a little model with Lego or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the researchers derived from the thousand gigaton. Sorry, 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 back up. You know what? You make the ice sheet out of icing sugar. Okay. Just like you know how you can physically make it pretty hard, right? Yeah, right. You could like melt it. Or you could just crack a piece off the edge. That would be a little uh, iceberg floating away. Well, you could make the whole earth out of it. Maybe some. Christmas pudding or Christmas cake in the middle, and then some marzipan. Oh, you'd have to have a lava molten center, of course. <laughs> kind of a lava. And then ice center. cream on the outside. Yep. I think it's people. Sorry for going off track, but I just, I totally saw it. I was like, I can do that. Yeah. Not with the molten lava center and stuff. Oh, okay. Just the just, just, ice, just and ice and sugar. Basically. Yeah. I want to eat ice and sugar. <laughs> Craving something sweet. <laughs> All right. The researcher derived the thousand gigaton carbon tipping point for the melting of the southern portion of the ice sheet. And even more perilous, 2,500 gigaton carbon tipping point for the disappearance of nearly the entire ice sheet. Okay. As the ice sheet melts, the surface will be ever lower elevations exposed to warmer air temperatures, which accelerates melt and creates feedback loop. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's, um... Yeah, that's, that's why it's the tipping point. Even if atmospheric carbon dioxide are reduced to pre-industrial levels. It wouldn't be enough to allow the ice sheet, shift, sheet, the ice sheet to regrow sustainably. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, if you think about it, we're still, although most, I bet you a lot of people disagree, we're still officially in an ice age, right? I mean, that's why there are still glaciers on the earth. It's because we are still in an ice age, but we're at the, what is it called? Sort of the high point, the warm point. Right. But we're in 
ratio period. Um, so you're saying I, that's it, and it's there's nothing to do with us changing the environment. Oh no 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 no. Oh okay. No, not at all. No, I totally believe. It. I mean, without doubt, I think that we're we're helping all, push it. All these changes, absolutely. And then think about the horrible, just in the massive size of the uh, the weather events that are taking place now. Mm. And uh, I mean, absolutely. Like the Earth swarming too fast for the. I mean, this is, this is I don't know. This is the climate and weather responding to. Uh, to the, uh, the chain. We cannot continue carbon emissions at the same rate for much longer without risking crossing the tipping points, Honing said. Most of the ice sheet melting won't occur in the next decade, but it won't be too long before it will not be able to work against it anymore. Yeah, exactly. More bad news. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, so we've got to step up efforts. Sorry? What? <laughs> well, we've got to step up, right? That's what it's saying. It's like, come on, people. This is the time to make the last effort. I quit drinking out of a plastic water bottle. So. Yeah. How many do you think you've saved? Really? That's it? I saved my world. How much... Um, do you, you know how many would you have drunk if you had? I don't know, 50, 60,000. No, <laughs> I'm being sorry. Well, there you have it. <laughs> Things need to be done. The next episode will not be so doom and gloomy as we have um, people, companies striving to help the planet with tech advantages. Thanks for listening and bye y'all.